Welcome to Working Smarter, presented by Calabrio, where we discuss contact center industry trends and best practices, as well as sharing success stories and pain points with some of the most innovative professionals in the industry. We're glad you're joining us to learn and grow together in order to provide world-class customer service to each and every one of our clients. My name is Dave Hookstra, product evangelist for Calabrio, and my guest today is Ashley Snow. Ashley is the resource management consultant at Alliant Energy, and we are very fortunate to have her with us today because Alliant has done some pretty impressive things with their scheduling process. And as you know, we here at Calabrio, we loved a good scheduling story. And so we brought Ashley along to talk about the way that Alliant is focusing on employee-based preference scheduling as opposed to kind of the traditional way. So Ashley, it is wonderful to have you. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I think I'd like to start out with maybe just a little bit of a background. How did you guys arrive at the decision to kind of involve the employee and kind of pull in their preferences when we're talking about the contact center scheduling part? Well, we just looked at kind of some feedback we'd received from employees as far as, you know, kind of being stuck in the same schedules for long periods of times. Um, we were fixed based, so there wasn't a lot of change. So just from their feedback and then also um, with the experiences we had with finding some gaps where, um, you know, maybe we'd had people transition to other departments or leave the company that was kind of creating some gaps in our staffing levels. So when we looked at this, it was really just a, a great benefit for us from staffing needs and for our employees for their work-life balance. You know, you mentioned getting feedback from them. What kind of feedback were you getting kind of, you know, pre-preference-based scheduling? What, what kind of feedback were you getting from them about how they felt about the way things were going? Well, we were just on pretty much like an annual shift bid. So they were stuck in the same shift essentially the entire time for that year. So if they had a, a shift that maybe they didn't really desire or maybe things had changed in their life that, you know, that shift wasn't a good, they were then stuck still with that shift for a longer period of time. So we just got a lot of feedback of, you know, the lack of flexibility, um, you know, that, that unhappiness if they, you know, had changes or uh, with their life that it just their shift no longer worked with. So just taking some of that and um, yeah, a lot of just negative is kind of where we started out with uh, looking for some new solutions. Was this part of maybe an annual employee survey or were you just kind of pulling this in like very anecdotally? Was it very formalized? One of the things that we we, we strive to talk about with our customers a lot is how important these kind of repetitive surveys are. Is, is, is that something you did very frequently with them or was it really just more of like you heard some grumbling in the break room? Well, we had several, I guess, negative um, on our surveys that we've mm -hmm. done. And then also with our team leads doing coaching sessions um, with their employees, I think that more direct one-on-one -on -one contact is where more of the feedback started coming up was just letting know, you know, their team lead know that they were looking for other options. So I think that was our biggest bet. But yeah, we've done the surveys and definitely heard the where we were lacking to start off with and you know from from past experience i know that uh 
this is a pretty big change. It's not something that you probably just rolled out overnight. What? How did you go about kind of working through the change management of, well, you know what, first of all, let's, let's ask this question. Tell me about the process that the agents go through. Uh, let's, let's start there and then we'll talk about the change management. Um, the associates currently, they get to select their shifts two weeks in advance. Mm -hmm. And we've set up some parameters for them, um, that they have to fall within, but as long as they're, re, um, meeting those parameters and entering their 40 hours, two weeks in advance, they get to select what their schedule would be for that uh, upcoming week. So um, they're going in and selecting, oh, I know, you know, I have something on this date in the morning, so I'm going to come in later in the day. Or maybe I need to, you know, be gone part of the day with a split shift. Um, that's something that they can do now. Um, we are currently based solely um, as work from home agents. So split shifts, we had tried those in the past. It wasn't anything anybody ever cared to come <laughs> and go from the office from. But now, now we have a lot of employees doing that. So I think it's great work-life balance for them. So yeah, they're going in and entering that for them um, every couple weeks. Every week they enter it for two weeks in advance. It is kind of funny. We, I think you and I talked about this, how the split shift used to be the worst possible solution, right? Because we always, we as contact centers always needed fewer people kind of between maybe one to three o'clock in the afternoon, but then we expected them to come back and nobody wanted to go sit in their car for two hours and read a book, right? I, I've, I've had a few days like that myself, but with work from home, Split shifts are actually kind of fantastic because I can run and go grab some lunch. I can maybe, you know, I can, you know, make sure the kids are OK. I can, you know, do do some of the household things. And so it's actually pretty great. So I love this whole idea of kind of two weeks before you, they, they get to pick their schedule. Um, now, one of the questions is, is kind of, do you have some idea of what percentage of my preferences actually get fulfilled? So how often are you as the scheduler master changing uh, what their preferences are to kind of match up with what's happening uh, with your volumes? We are probably at like a 98% okay. that of what they request is what they get. Uh, and some of that is is a lot of, depending also on how flexible the employee is. So if they say they're available to work the entire day, of course, we're not going to have them working the entire day. We're going to assign them a shift within like the start and stop time that they selected. So that's where we get a little, you know, maybe it's not their desire, but at the same time they said, Hey, I could work anytime this day. So Otherwise, what they're requesting um, is what they're getting. Okay. And so the other question I would maybe have is um, how consistent are their schedules? Because based on my past experience, which is, I'll be honest, all based in office. So, I, you know, the, the, the work from home thing, I don't have a ton of, uh, of background working from that. But um, how consistent is their schedule from week to week? Maybe, you know, every couple weeks, are they changing their schedules a lot from, from these or are they kind of staying about the same? Um, 
there we have some that it's kind of a split some that are really changing um week to week some that um, we kind of have them on a two-week rotation where we require them to enter time for every other saturday that was another issue that employees had is they said hey I don't like having to work every single Saturday. So with this group of people, they're working every other. And so they're entering that time. So I think that kind of changes up their weeks a little bit because one week they're having to enter time on Saturday is one of our requirements. One week they're not happening to. So I think that's where they, um, we see a little bit of change um, week to week as well. Okay. That's great. And so let's talk about how the agents feel about this. Uh, do, 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 for the most part, do they love it? Do they tolerate it? Do they hate it? Uh, you know, and, and I'd also be interested to know when you've brought in new agents, are they taken aback by this or is this something that they're, they're really excited about? Um, all of the above. So our agents, uh, uh, they, they'd absolutely, um, love it. I, I, that's the feedback we've received. We've done surveys kind of when we piloted this again, just recently we did a survey on, you know, what their thoughts were. Um, a direct quote from one of them was flexibility to work around life events. So that's, huh. that's what we hear all the time is the flexibility to, to do what they need to do and have a good work life balance. So their their flexibility has been a major that's been the key player we did the pilot um when we first started this off and we had very few of our employees leave the pilot when it started um we bring on employees seasonally and then we do have a transition period where some of them um, would then decide to stay on full time and when we've done that uh, last year all of our seasonal employees had been on this flexible scheduling. And when we went to offering them full-time positions, we said, Hey, you can continue on this or you could go to a fixed shift. And we only had one employee say, I'd like a fixed shift. So everybody else said, Nope, I'm, I'm staying with this. Our last group of employees that we brought said, Hey, this is a reason that I chose to come work ah. here is because of this type of scheduling. I, I so, but, but in reality, I mean, I could probably come pretty close to having a fixed shift even using this, right? Like I can be pretty consistent in my fixed shift. So in reality, you're kind of giving them the best of both worlds in a lot of ways. Exactly. Yes. We've set up some parameters. Like I've said that, um, they have to kind of meet and check the boxes, you know, our busiest days of the week, we're not allowing them all to schedule that day off. Right. So, uh, you know, we've kind of set some of those parameters, but yeah, it's giving them that they can to an extent do some fixed scheduling and also have that flexible. Now in your, in, in your particular day to day, how much time do you spend managing this this back and forth because I, I i do hear feedback from people that you know a preference-based schedule does require more work than as say your typical just you know create the schedule and be done with it uh, how do, do you feel like you're spending uh, an inordinate amount of time managing this not really i with the payoff that we've received it's it's definitely uh, of seeing the employee well-being and their like for it 
um, it's definitely worth it. So I, I may be scheduling an hour a day, if that, uh, spent kind of going through this. Of course, at the beginning, it, it took me longer. And but as time goes on, it's it's really simple and quick process to um, approve or deny and make their changes and so forth. So you mentioned some of the benefits and you touched on that a little bit, but I'm interested to know from a kind of organizational perspective, you know, are you seeing decreased attrition? Are you seeing increased productivity? Are you, are you, are you seeing measurable benefits from going to a preference-based schedule? We are. I mean, we've seen uh, attrition definitely has decreased. Um, one, like I said, we do the seasonal um, onboarding and then some of them are offered and uh, or choose to stay on and transition to full time. What we've seen is that sometimes our seasonal needs um, maybe had them in a shift. And then when we looked at needing them um, off season, it was looking as if their shift needed to change. And some of them didn't like that change. And that's where we would lose folks. And they'd be like, you know, I don't want to work every weekend or I, you know, don't want to be here later. I don't want to be here early. So this has just allowed them to continue on with that great flexibility. So we're seeing the less attrition from it. Um, we're also seeing just the employee well-being um, being higher. And then the big benefit is when we, you know, schedule these folks, we're really filling in the gaps of where we need people. Um we're doing the two weeks in advance, but by that time, most people have had any of their time off requests already entered and so forth. And so it's just helping to fill those gaps where maybe our forecast is showing that we're a little understaffed. So it helps fill that in. And I imagine that it kind of just gets easier and easier as you go beyond it, right? If you look back to the beginning when everybody was adjusting to the new you know, paradigm, you know, but now do you do you actually see other agents like helping teach newer agents like hey, this is how it works and this is how the pieces fit together? Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Letting them know kind of how to some of it at first it is it's a big it's a big uh, mind shift. If you've been on fixed scheduling to have some of that flexibility, I mean, I'm the the amount of options to reach 40 hours in a week uh, when you're looking at having the option to schedule it over six days is it's so high you've got endless options of of what your shift could be and that's a big mind shift for folks is where you know what they what the possibilities are going from a fixed so yeah some of them are definitely helping each other saying hey oh you need tuesday off or you need tuesday night off or whatever you can change that and you know make your flexibility with the schedules that's really awesome i mean just from a from, from someone who is not only administered but also like uh, been been a participant in many shift bids and knowing how kind of inflexible those are. And, you know, we have a lot of customers that do shift bids and sometimes they are the best way to get things. But knowing that the agent can just not have that tense stress of like, oh, what am I going to do about my schedule? Or just to remember the impending doom of the next shift bid like coming up. And uh, has that has that helped your uh, mental health at all? Not having to do those shift bids? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Everybody, 
seems to like this so well that what we had for our last shift bid, because we still have folks that are on fixed shifts, um, that we've got them, you know, they're allowing them to do shift bids and so forth. But that has decreased so much from the amount of people we have bidding to since so many are now on the flexible scheduling. We're currently at about a 60% fixed, 40% okay. Okay. flex. Do you, do, you, do you happen to see any peer pressure from people like, yo, man, you should totally get on the, the, the flexible stuff, man. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've definitely seen some um, folks that have done it and then you'll hear of other agents. Oh, I talked to so-and-so and, -so and yeah, they said I should good. give this a try. And they, the word of mouth of, you know, cause folks are a little hesitant to change. Right. So the word of mouth of this is a good, good thing is definitely been a, a little spread. So. Great. And so I feel like now we can kind of circle back to the pilot part of this, right? You mentioned that you did a little bit of pilot and it was very well received. How did you, how did you get, that that part because you know again like you said you can't just flip a switch and then boom every it would be chaos you kind of have to build into it so walk me through a little bit of what you did to kind of get the program off the ground and then how did you bring people in gradually yeah so we started off just asking for some volunteers like we've got this option who would like to to do it with us who wants to try it and you know we had about a dozen uh associates at first say yes you know let me try and we started out um with kind of less options than what we have now just because we didn't want to get carried away at the beginning mm -hmm. so starting off um just kind of a slow start um had a trial run we initially tried um before we switched to this, we tried the options again for split shifts, still not hugely received. So then when we worked to, you know, to this option, um, we did a trial period um, for like three, four months and then gave them the option to either continue on or to leave. And we didn't have, I think, like one or two left. And then we've just had people come on kind of gradually since then. And then our parameters our options for them have kind of grown as we've learned the workings and you know what our employees like and so forth so beforehand we said hey you can't do any more than two shifts a day and you're going to work you know four hours to ten hours and we're down now that you can work up to five shifts a day if you would so desire and you can break those up anywhere between two and ten hour increments okay. so so I could take there, four lunches if I wanted to. You sure could. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> for, yeah, for I, I, I think, uh, you know, 22 year old Dave would have loved that option. But uh, <laughs> now that I'm a little older, I don't know. I think one lunch a day is good enough for me. But that's great. I mean, see, and that's what's so cool about it is, is. Do you do you do you have people that kind of can't wrap their head around it for a little bit? Like what? Like what? Like you're going to let me do yeah kind of what I want to? Are you kidding me? Yeah, most definitely. It's a big, big mind shift. And we do have those people who are like, you know, I can do this. Yes, you can. Like we're allowing you to you do sure? it. Like, you, I'm not, you're not going to get in trouble. Well, I would be the yeah. one that getting you in trouble. So no, it, it you're not going to get in trouble. Yeah. I, I, and that's what I, I imagine. It's just such a different paradigm than what they're used to 
dealing with, especially if you have new employees coming in that have previous contact center experience. I'm sure that just fuses the hemispheres of their brain together and they can't shake it for a little while there. Right. So. Yeah. When I do my presentation to our new employees, I always say this is a, a big mind shift. Like <laughs> it, you have to open your mind. And I think at first some people are like a little hesitant just because it's so different. And yeah. then, are you are you trying to trick me? You're, you're trying yeah. to trick me here. Yeah, I can totally and then imagine. They, they're quick to jump on board, though. Now, do you so you've you've mentioned 40 hours. Do you require them to kind of build all the way up to 40 or do you allow a little bit of flexibility going? And so just real quick for those that might be listening outside the U.S. and the U.S., a typical schedule is built for a 40 hour work week. And so um, my question is kind of like, do you do you force them to all the way build up to 40 or do you allow a little bit of uh, flexibility in there where you might not need them to go down a couple of hours here or there? We do have them set at 40 hours okay. so they can enter in more hours than that. I mean, they could enter in 50 or 60 hours um, of time, um, it, depending on how much flexibility they have. If they don't have a lot of preferences that week, they can definitely widen it. But yes, they have to have a minimum of 40 hours is what we require them to do so that they're all staying at full-time status. And do you, do you schedule them to 40? If I put in 55 hours of, you still only schedule them for 40? Yep. We only schedule them for 40. Okay. All right. And, uh, what if, so what if I do need fewer than 40? Do you just, does that start getting into the PTO realm or? It does. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I'm interested to know if how this has helped the operation, uh, kind of, have you noticed, uh, you know, your service levels have improved. Have you noticed your average speed of answers have dropped, you know, occupancy, that kind of thing has, has that, cause that's always the challenge, right? It's always balancing the, you know, how many you're going to get versus how many you have and making sure those lines match as closely as possible. Have you noticed those lines matching closer based on the flexibility? They have. Yes. And definitely seen more of that payoff of just the coverage of when we need it. I think another thing that we've seen um, is we've seen if we notice gaps, this is really quick turnaround to make any coverage changes. So we had their hours um, a little, it wasn't a, within our entire open hours, we had kind of limited them and said, okay, we will, you know, we don't want you to start before this time. You know, we don't want you to end before this time and kind of set those parameters. And then we said, Hey, we've got a gap in the morning hours where we don't have quite enough coverage. And so we just opened it up further and it was really quick turnaround of, Hey, now we've got these folks that are willing to come in early and we've, we've kind of solved our staffing level issues really quickly. Do you have people saying like, hey, can you open them up a little bit earlier? Do, you know, agents who kind of understand the back and forth process. Do you have them kind of lobbying for, you know, hey, can you open it up at, at this time or that kind of thing? Yeah, we've had some of that along the way. Okay. And actually now um, outside of um, we're 24 uh, seven call centers. So um, our core business hours, though, is what they are 
able okay. to work anytime within those. Our, our overnight staffing and so forth is on fixed schedules because, you know, I don't want to be, oh, do I have enough people that have chosen uh, this week to sign up for that? So <laughs> bless, bless those overnighters. I, I, I had to staff a 24-7 contact center before and those people that just show up night after night and just chew through that graveyard shift, you got to love them. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. Um, okay. So We've we've talked about a lot of positives. Everything's been real. Let me let me ask you this: Has has there been any drawbacks? Have there been things that you maybe would say? Because when people hear this, they're going to go, "Oh, it's all great," but oh, uh, it was just so wonderful. I, have there been any any anything that you would say might not be the most optimal outcome of this preference based scheduling process? Not really. I think my advice would be to kind of take it as the approach that we did kind of slow learn how you know kind of what your agents are going to be wanting and then also kind of where you need them and and you know us starting at you know the four to ten hours for shifts i think that was a good place to start i i don't know that i would have been as positive about it had we had jumped off and said hey you can do two hour increments and you can have up to five of those right. a day so i i think just kind of the slow start is was actually the good way to go but keep it simple uh, and then expand as you receive more feedback and grow into the right. program a little bit Okay. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I know that a lot of people do not think that this is possible, especially in the U S right. And that was why it was so unique when you and I started talking about this, I was like, okay, we have to, we have to make sure people are aware that this can work. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, Oh, she's probably only open like eight to five Monday through Friday. You know, you you threw it in there. You're 24 seven. Um, and I would say maybe the other good advice is that you, you don't force them to go to the preferences, right? You, you do right. want to keep the option for people to stay on fixed and your preference base. Um, do you offer any kind of financial incentive to be preference based versus not? We do not. Okay. And honestly, you know, that's the first time uh, that anybody's even mentioned that to me. So, okay. We'll exclude them from hearing this and giving that that idea that they <laughs> would want to ask for that as a request. But no. <laughs> well, that, I mean, it's interesting because you know, and some some people would say you should pay them more, uh, but other people would say no, 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 that that's a that's a fringe benefit. That's something that right. I mean, if you have the ability to say, oh my gosh, I have a doctor's appointment on Wednesday afternoon, I don't have to put in PTO. I can just make up my hours. That right. That's worth. That, I mean, that, that's in a lot of people's minds. So, uh, you know, I, some would argue that you need to go the other direction, you know, for the fixed shift. So, you know, definitely we, we, we don't want to put any ideas in anyone's head. But, you know, the, the idea that, uh, you know, it's been a long, long time in contact centers where the scheduler has been fairly inflexible because they just, oh, this is what the business needs and this is what we have to do. And you are proving that it's the exact opposite. The business can be extremely well taken care of while still paying attention to the agents and their work-life balance and their mental health and flexibility and things like that. And that's what I, that's where I'm really interested in is kind of the, you know, what are those anecdotal quotes that you could, you could throw at me to where someone would say like, this has been fantastic. 
Uh, I don't know if I have a great quote, but it, it has been. I mean, uh, the flexibility has been well received. Um, the employee stress or burnout, I think, with having that option for split shifts, if that's, you know, what they need to work their life and work and life balance to be good, then that's where we want it to to be. I mean, overall, that's that's what we're here for. We want to re- retain them and we want them to be retained, you know, right? They, we want them to be here as well. So, Well, I couldn't have asked for a better way to close out this particular episode. That's such a fantastic pr- approach. What Alliant is doing with their scheduling, with their employee balance, uh, you know, it's really is great to hear and see that the the tide is turning, right? And the tide has been turning for the last five, six years, but now it's really starting to really focus on that employee engagement side of things, the agent well-being, right? A lot of the things that Calabrio has been preaching for you know a long time now. It's really great to hear that it's actually being put into practice. So what you guys are doing there, love it, fantastic. And Ashley, I cannot thank you enough for for spending some time with us and, and joining me on the podcast today. Um, thank you again for joining me. It's been really great to have you. Thanks for having me. I very much appreciate it. Absolutely. And for those of you listening, thanks always for giving us some time of your day. Uh, We appreciate you listening to Working Smarter, uh, presented by Calabrio. Uh, My name is Dave Hookstra. Again, thank you to our guest, Ashley Snow from Alliant Energy. She's been wonderful and fantastic. And um, we'd always love to hear feedback. So if you want to hear more, please uh, reach out to us at calabrio.com and let us know. Otherwise, Ashley, again, thank you. And to those of you listening, thank you guys. Have a great rest of your day. And we will talk to you on the next episode of Working Smarter. Thanks, everybody.